Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you are doing well. Something that I love to talk about and could talk about for hours is the meaning of life. And that's perhaps because of all my Sag energy, but I love expanding my mind and shifting my perspective. I wasn't always this way though. I used to be extremely stubborn when it came to my perspective. I used to believe that the world was out to get me. I struggled to get out of my victim mentality. The way I viewed happiness was conditional, always believed that my happiness was dependent on what I owned and the relationships that I had with others. I have had some pretty intense growth and a lot of perspective shifts over the last few years and changing the way that I think of and view life has ultimately changed my reality in so many ways. So today's episode, I really wanted to dedicate it to different perspective shifts that I personally had that changed my life and how to shift your perspective about life to possibly have your own reality shift. So if you're ready, let's jump into it. All right, so when I first started my spiritual journey and had this awakening in my own life, it was when I came across some amazing spiritual mentors like Dolores Cannon, Louise Hay, Abraham Hicks. If you've been on a spiritual journey yourself, then I'm sure that you've heard of them. They really inspired me to shift my perspective and the way they spoke about life was so eye-opening for me. Dolores Cannon was one who really opened my mind because when she was still alive, she was a past life regression therapist who was able to get into the subconscious mind of her patients and the findings were pretty incredible. Some of her patients talked about having a past life as a tree, some spoke about being a being from a different planet, truly incredible finds. I definitely suggest going to check out some of her books. I believe you can find them on Amazon. But of course, this isn't something that can be proven. It's just simply a belief. But the more I thought about past lives and the meaning of life, the more it made sense to me and the more it allowed me to let go of fear and really embrace this life as a student. So let me elaborate on this concept a bit. Part of my spiritual belief and way of thinking is that I believe we are all spiritual energetic beings. Everything in life is energy. We are all energy. Nothing has meaning in life. We as humans give things meaning and a lot of the times meanings are based off of personal perspective. Like for example, success. The meaning of success to one person could be having a million dollars and a fancy car, but to someone else, success could mean having a roof over their head and food on the table. It's all based on perspective, but yet isn't it funny how most of the time we are fighting and arguing constantly with each other about who is right and who is wrong on their idea, opinion, or viewpoint? But the way that I look at it is that there is no right or wrong, no good or bad, everything just is, and it's our human experience and perspective that gives things meaning. What is right in one person's eyes could be seen as wrong in someone else's. We all have our morals and perspectives based off of 
how we were raised, what we were taught growing up, and of course, conditioning by parents, teachers, society, and so on. A huge belief of mine is that as energetic beings, we come to Earth because our soul is wanting to learn lessons through experiencing different emotions. Each emotion has something to teach us, and it is through our choices, our actions, and life circumstances that we learn these emotions and lessons. Dolores Cannon would speak about how before we come to Earth, or before we are born, we choose and essentially, I guess you could say, sign up for what lessons we want to learn while we are here. And oftentimes, a lot of the lessons we learn are also learned through different soul contracts that we have with other people that we meet throughout our life. For example, your parents. That would be a soul contract and your parents help you learn certain lessons and you help them learn certain lessons. Sometimes you learn how to forgive through the contract that you have with your parents. Sometimes you learn how to overcome abandonment wounds. Sometimes you learn how to heal and grow through loss. Some lessons are extremely traumatic. You'll have soul contracts with your friends. You'll have soul contracts with your partner and together you learn lessons. Some soul contracts are karmic from past lives. Others feel faded. You'll have so many soulmates whom are people that you just feel instantly familiar with because you most likely shared many lifetimes together. But essentially, your soul is here because there is something your soul is wanting to learn. So when you sign up for this soul contract, you will then most likely have a, I guess you could say, destined date, time, and location of birth that your soul chooses that creates this what I consider a blueprint of your life lessons. You'll choose the best time to be born when the stars are essentially aligned so that you can learn your lessons. And that's how we get our natal chart, which is your astrological birth chart, a map of the planets and stars in the sky when you were born. And this blueprint can then show you which area of your life you will transform the most in. You'll have a north node, right? And your north node will point towards what your soul is wanting to learn in this lifetime. Your south node points towards gifts that you have brought with you into this life from previous lives. Have you ever wondered why you are so naturally good or talented at something? That you can just pick up on something so easily? Oftentimes, it's because this is something you were most likely good at in your previous life. You may have spent many lifetimes learning about this thing or this topic that you're good at. We continue to progress as a collective because each time someone comes back, they gain more and more knowledge, more insights, more wisdom due to the many lives that they have lived where lessons were learned. And I know this sounds extremely esoteric, but having this life perspective made me fear less. It allowed me to surrender more to the unfolding of my life rather than constantly fearing and stressing outcomes and my future. You know, I used to fear death a lot. I experienced a lot of loss at a young age and it used to cause me a lot of anxiety, but I don't fear it anymore. I know that I have a purpose to play out in this lifetime and once my purpose is fulfilled, it will be my time to go. I used to fear everything that the government would feed me, afraid of catching diseases, viruses, afraid of car accidents, afraid of my home getting broken into, afraid of wars, afraid of fires, so much fear that the news constantly shoves down our throats. But why should I allow myself to be so fearful? If I am meant to have any of that happen to me, it's going to happen regardless. 
I can try to control and stop it from happening. I can fear all I want and constantly be on guard, but that's not going to stop it from happening if it's meant to. So now instead of living in fear, I aim to live in faith. And this is not to say that we don't have free will, because we do. And things can manifest in our lives in so many different ways. But to fear your life, to fear death, to fear everything in the existence every single day, what good does that do? It's exhausting. And as I always mention, fear can be a manipulation tactic. But I won't get into that again because I have talked about that a lot. Shifting from a fear to faith mindset has helped me a lot. This shift has brought me a lot of inner peace because I'm slowing myself down, living in the moment, living more intentionally, and trying my best to trust that the universe will always provide for me and that what's meant to be will always be. And yeah, having this perspective isn't always easy. I still struggle at times, but self-awareness has helped me a lot. I try to look at life from a perspective of, okay, life is like a game. There's lessons to be learned in order to level up, so why not just embrace the lessons? Doing so has brought me so much growth, but also a lot of inner peace. The thing is, I truly believe we often attract situations and relationships into our life that reflect how we feel within. Relationships teach us a lot about ourselves because relationships tend to act as a mirror for us. We attract people who may mirror back a wound that we have internally. For example, struggling with abandonment wounds from childhood, I often would attract people who would reflect this wound back to me because they were building this connection with me and then all of a sudden they were leaving or ghosting me, which continuously triggered my abandonment wound until I recognized this wound and worked on healing it. Our soul is here to learn lessons, to grow, to expand, to deal with emotions. Each lesson we go through has something to teach us. So rather than trying to ignore the lessons, why not allow yourself to be teachable, to be a student of life? And as you recognize the patterns in your own life that often stem back to childhood, as you acknowledge the lessons these patterns are trying to teach you, You can then allow yourself to be open to learning the lesson and healing, which brings a sense of inner peace. And in return, your reality reflects that inner peace back to you. Your relationships become healthier. You attract opportunities that make you feel good. As humans, we have always been conditioned to believe that happiness is outside of us. That in order to be happy, it's dependent on something that we need to obtain or a specific milestone. And this just puts our souls in this never-ending search for the next big thing to fulfill this desire to be happy. But the truth is, you can hack this game of life by choosing to be happy right now in this current moment. To realize that true happiness comes from within. To learn that choosing to be happy now, rather than waiting for some milestone or person to bring happiness to you, that can change it all. I was just sitting in my home the other day and I had just allowed myself to feel so grateful for where I am. I have been someone who has constantly chased after the next big thing in my life. I was always allowing milestone moments to determine my happiness. As I accomplished one thing, I wanted to accomplish something next. And I really do think this is something we have been conditioned to do in society. I used to want a big house and all this money because I was chasing after what my ego wanted. But as I've been going through my healing journey, none of that matters as much to me as it used to. I'd be content with a cottage overlooking a beautiful view where I could just live a simple, slow living lifestyle. 
There's been many times where I've stressed over the fact that I still have yet to be able to become pregnant. It's been one of the most difficult journeys for me thus far. But what I'm realizing is that I need to stop trying to control the direction my life is going in and surrender to the flow of life and the divine timing, allowing myself to have faith that when the timing is right, it's going to happen. When the stars are aligned and ready for my child, that's when my child will be here in the physical world. Now, another perspective shift that has been a game changer for me is to release the need to fix things, including people. This is something I've struggled with for the longest time, and it really stems back to my childhood. Seeing my dad struggle physically and mentally, I always wanted to do what I could to make sure he was going to be feeling okay, that he wasn't going to be in a bad mood. If I saw him doing something that I knew wasn't good for him, I wanted to jump in and help. I saw him in toxic relationships that I tried to warn him about, but it never went my way. Trying to control his actions created more friction and distance between us. This carried over to my relationships with others, always attracting people into my life who struggled, whether it was with addiction, whether they had toxic relationships of their own, it was always this energy of feeling like I needed to save them in a way. And I think that this stems back to feeling unworthy of love and feeling like I needed to fix the situation because I felt like that was the only way everyone would be in a good mood when the problems were fixed. So I subconsciously attracted people who would reflect this wound back to me. And I finally realized that I need to let that go, that I am not here to fix or save people, that I am not responsible for the emotions of others. I need to let go of overextending myself, to let go of trying to be the person that sacrifices my own happiness for the sake of keeping the peace, because it all leads to resentment and burnout. It's not our job to fix other people. And this is something I learned a lot along my spiritual journey. Because early on, as I began to do my inner work, I would talk about how much it's helped me to everyone. And I'd try to push my partner to do the same. But he was not there yet. He's not ready and that's okay. Not everyone is meant to go through a spiritual journey in this lifetime. Not everyone is meant to heal. And you can't force people to do things. We need to let go of trying to control the actions of other people. All you can do is continue to take action in your own life. Be aware and control your own actions and work on your own healing and be the change that you wish to see in the world. And as you do that, you will see a shift in the relationships around you. As I did my own inner work, I did see a shift in the relationships around me. I wasn't getting as triggered as I used to. I wasn't getting offended the way I used to. I didn't talk about certain situations in my life from a resentful viewpoint like I used to. And in order to get to this point, I really had to learn acceptance. Accepting the apologies that I never got, accepting that hurt people hurt people, realizing that my dad has his own wounds that he had to work on, and I couldn't be the one who did that work for him. I had to accept life for what it is and realize that there is no going back. Everything that happened in my life brought me to this moment right now. As I reflect, I can see the bigger picture. I can see the bigger purpose behind it all. I had to accept that I can't control other people's actions or emotions, that we are all view life from our own perspective, based on our own life experiences, and to be open-minded about that instead of fighting over who is right and who is wrong. Accepting that everything just is. I also had to learn how to accept myself for who I am, regardless of what others think of me or what others say about me. 
because it is not our job to live up to the expectations that others place on us. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that, but it's not our job to live up to the expectations that people place on us. And it's no one's job to live up to our expectations. But it is our job to build that self-awareness and let go of people who are no longer aligned and who are not good for our mental health and well-being. To really put ourselves in mental health first without guilt or shame. And something I've noticed about those who go on this journey to break the generational trauma cycles in the family is that oftentimes it can be a lonely journey. It can feel like you are alone in this because your family probably won't see it from the same perspective as you because you are mirroring back to them their own wounds and that's uncomfortable. It can bring up feelings of guilt when parents realize that their children may have been hurting at one point due to choices they might have made when it came to parenting. But the thing is, we are all human. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that feel right in that moment that we may look back on and wish we did differently. But that's truly the reality of this journey that we call life. We are here to learn and we can't learn unless we make mistakes because it's through the mistakes that we learn the most powerful lessons. And that's why there's forgiveness because forgiveness allows us to recognize that no one is perfect and that there is room for growth and the opportunity to learn and grow from those choices that may have led us astray. Forgiveness and compassion are powerful, but yet it's so hard to truly allow ourselves to show compassion and forgiveness, especially to those who have caused us to feel pain. But if there's one thing I am grateful for, it's learning the lesson of compassion and forgiveness. Looking at situations that happened in my life where people really hurt me and allowing myself to recognize that when they hurt me, it was them acting from a place of their own pain. So I extend that forgiveness and see it from a compassionate perspective so I can let go of the resentment and learn whatever lesson I was taught through it. Like how to love myself without needing to rely on someone else to love me first before I allow myself to feel worthy of love. Having this perspective shift is a game changer. And I know going through this healing spiritual journey can feel lonely at first, but it won't feel that way forever. Once you begin your journey, you have this complete perspective shift when it comes to life, your relationships, and what truly matters. You take your power back and you no longer allow your state of being to be controlled by those outside of you. And you find it in your heart to extend that compassionate energy to others because you recognize that that is the beauty of this existence. We are all connected. We are all one. So embrace the lessons and show yourself and others compassion because truthfully, we are all just souls out here trying to experience our emotions and learn through them. We all have something that we are healing from, each and every one of us. All right, so I hope that this message resonated today in one way or another and that it helped you. If you found it inspiring or helpful and you know someone who may need to hear this message, feel free to share this screenshot it, tag me on social media. I am at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.